Hi everyone, Tiffany here with a super quick note that this podcast was recorded as part of a previous bundle season. That means that the dates that you're about to hear for the bundle, well, they're no longer correct. If you're interested in seeing what the dates are for this year's sale, please visit thebellydancebundle.com. There you'll find all the up-to-date information on our upcoming bundle. While the dates may be wrong and the class mentioned here isn't available through us any longer, many of our guests still have their courses available for purchase individually, so please do feel free to click through to their offerings and take a look. You're going to want to check it out after hearing how brilliant they are. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, hello everyone. Tiffany here from Yalla Rocks with a super special guest today, Katie Sahar. You'll remember Katie from her super popular social shimmy challenge, which was so good. Katie and I are on a lot of the same pages when it comes to marketing, social media, and business. So this conversation was super fun. No matter if you're a student or a teacher, social media can have an important role to play in your development of a brand and style and your practice. It's a super important tool to have in your back pocket. When I saw Katie launch the Social Shimmy Challenge, I knew we had to have her on for a lecture about social media, so I reached out before the challenge was even live. Who knew that it was going to blow up and be so popular? It's amazing what Katie has been able to build, and the work that she's doing now with dancers is just phenomenal. Let's learn more from Katie. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yalla Rocks, the belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, we're here with Katie Sahar. Katie, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. You did such an amazing job with Social Shimmy. And I'm so excited that you're coming on to lecture in this year's bundle because you have so much to share and I'm very excited. I am really excited too. I am a longtime bundle belly dance practice fan. That's how I started on Instagram a couple years ago. It really gave me a push to start putting my stuff out on social media more. And so I've learned a lot in the past couple years, and I'm just really excited to share it with more dancers, especially after Social Shimmy, that there was a need there for people to get more comfortable using social media and being open on it. So I'm really excited. It's it's amazing to see, like, through the 21 days of Belly Dance Challenge that we do every year, like, people struggle with that so, so much. It's like the perfectionism Mm -hmm. right they don't want to post these like practice videos unless they're perfect and you know having this struggle with what to post and how to post it and being comfortable with yeah the struggle is super real i love that you put this challenge together and your reasoning behind it because it it really did help so many people get some of that yeah i think we had over 700 downloads of the ebook that I put together that had all of the prompts in it. And when I finally tallied everything, we had over 150 people complete the challenge. And I think there was a cumulative 4,500 posts over the course of the month with hashtag social shimmy. So I was just super pumped because 
my whole thing is like I just want to see different dancers on social media like you know like I just want to see I don't care short tall big small black white whatever presentation you may have there is room for you in the belly dance community um I think that the the entertainment sector part of our of our industry is hard enough that when we go to the dancer for dancers industry, like we need to really just get rid of some of those barriers. And I think the best way of doing that honestly is just by being on social media in a more authentic way and not to worry so much about the small stuff because there is room for everybody. And like, we're the ones who get to decide what the content is on social media. That's the point. Right. Yeah. Everybody's under this impression that, everything has to be like super curated and that, you know, it, you know, influencer kind of has like this dirty connotation to it right now. (laughs) All people see are those curated feeds that have like all the same filter applied. And it's like, these people are walking around with a professional photographer all the time. And even in the influencer space, like outside of the belly dance world, like that has gone away. That is very two years ago. And even now, um, for people outside of the belly dance industry, we, we're really seeing a lot of authenticity and a lot more behind the scenes content because people don't relate to perfection. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're kind of sold that, per, we're, we're always sold that perfection is the goal. And I feel like sometimes in the belly dance community, we also sell that with competitions and nothing wrong with competitions, but you know, that's also kind of not what belly dance can be about. It's also a social dance that is, you know, comes from the Middle East that it doesn't need to be competitive or perfect or anything like that. And so we're sold this idea of perfection. But on the other hand, we also don't relate to it. And so we kind of, it's kind of this catch 22, right? And so that's why I did social shimmy and created the prompts that I did because it doesn't, your social media posts don't need to all be, oh, look at me you know, just lounging in my belly dance costume, looking off into the distance. Like, no, you can post You can post some of your behind the scenes stuff. You can post, you know, some kind of works in progress. You can, you can post a lot of different things. It just matters what's authentic to you. Right. And you have to figure out what that is. What, what works for me, isn't going to work for you. Isn't going to work for somebody who dances in Cairo professionally. Isn't going to be the same as a hobbyist in the Midwest, you know, we all, but we all have something that we can offer and you just have to figure out what that, what that is for you. Absolutely. And I, what you said about like authentic being an influencer, right. And being authentic and having right. Influencer be like a bad term. I feel the same way about marketing, right? Oh, absolutely. The idea of marketing yourself. It's like, Oh, that's gross. Oh yeah. Don't get me started. (laughs) But like really, I think because, you know, our, you know, I'll say industry, belly dance is an industry, right? Um, yeah. You know, I think because we are so female dominated um, that, you know, being socialized as women, most of us kind of come to it with like, oh, I don't want to take up too much space. Oh, I don't want to brag. Oh, I don't want to come off as greedy. Like men do not have this problem, y'all. Like. <laughs> Like you talk to men, they'll be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell you this thing because I think it's great. And whereas like we tend to, as women, we approach it as like, well, 
you know, I kind of do this thing. And if you're maybe interested, you know, and it's just like, well, people aren't going to buy from some, if you're trepidatious and insecure about your own product, even if that product is yourself, like nobody's going to buy it. Like it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if that's classes or shows or whatever, whatever it is that you're offering. If you're not feeling, if you don't believe in yourself and don't put that out there, like people aren't going to buy from you. And why is somebody going to take class with you if you're just going to be like, well, you know, just go to my PayPal and just, just send me however much you want. Like I've seen stuff like that. And it's just like, marketing is not bad. You guys like, it's okay. Like I want Part people to have students in their classes. I want people to get more shows. Like, because like when dancer Susie, like two towns over from me starts doing better. Well, maybe one of her students friends doesn't live over there and they see my class. Like when we start all doing better, like, it's that quote, like, I think that was, was it my Angelo? I think, but it's like when you want to do, when you want to do better, you see better. I don't know. Like when one of us does better, we all do better. That's what it is. And I truly believe that that is something we really, really need to take to heart in the belly dance community. So marketing, social media, all this stuff, that's kind of like these dirty words that we're talking about, like our lack of recognizing them and using them to the full extent other industries do is really kind of holding us back in a way. Absolutely agree. And that same, it, it goes same back. Oh my God. It goes back to that same thing you were saying about, you know, breaking the mold on social media as well, right? Is that when people see you doing it, they're more comfortable doing it as well. Like that, that same idea applies to so many aspects. Right. Absolutely. Because about. You know, I was in a place in my dance for a long time. Like anybody who hasn't seen me, I'm sure you guys follow see my photos now. Like, you know, I'm a big girl. I'm like around a size 16 US. I'm 5'11", 180 centimeters on top of it. So I'm, I'm big. And, you know, I was sold this thing for a long time that, you know, well, you have to be a certain size. You have to have a certain presentation, blah, 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 blah. We've all heard it, right? Um, and I internalized that and I let that hold me back from doing more. And then I just decided, well, you know what? I'm going to put my stuff out there anyway, because I was so tired of not seeing people that looked like me. And if it didn't, and if it only meant that I had 500 followers, like I didn't care, like, because I knew that there would be other dancers coming up who wanted to see somebody who looked like them. And so, you know, two years later, here I am. I did the social shimmy. I have like 10,000 followers. Like I have students in my classes and it's amazing, but I held myself back and like, it becomes almost the self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like, oh, well, I don't see dancers that are like X. So that must mean that they don't exist. No, it just means that we've all been fed this kind of line of BS and like it, you know, it turns, like I said, it turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so you just kind of have to be brave. And I think that's something I'm going to be talking about a lot more. Like you just have to be brave and put yourself out there because even if you don't have a huge following, you never know who's going to wander across one of your social media posts, right? It, even if they're not in the same city or state or even country as you, that could spark just like a little flame inside of somebody to go take classes locally or sign up with you online or even just go to a show in their local town, right? Just to go check it out. Even if they don't end up doing belly dance professionally 
or whatever, like you, you still don't know who you, who you inspired. And so like, why hold yourself back from potentially inspiring other people? Like you just have to be brave though. You have to, it takes a little bit of courage and you know, it takes some guts. And that's why I like the 21 days of belly dance actually, because it's so freaking supportive. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a negative comment come across anybody's way. No, I neither have I. I've never had to tell anybody to shut it or right, back off. You know, right? like, I mean, I, I got a funny one, but it wasn't because of social shimmy, but I got a funny one. What was it? It was a week ago or something. And somebody said, oh, that's a great story, but an awful video. And I went and looked at this person's account and it was private and she had like a hundred followers. And so I was like, I just replied back to her. I was like, okay, well, I look forward to seeing your video. I look forward to seeing your interpretation of this song, right? <laughs> and I mean, whatever, like, so, okay. So I got one nasty comment in, I think that's like the past six months. Like nobody, you know, it the the fear, and I, I think that's what the fear is, is that mm -hmm. holds people back is like, oh, somebody's going to say something nasty. Like somebody's going to be rude. They're going to point out these things that I'm already insecure about. And honestly, like, do, like doing the 21 days of belly dance, that just does not happen in the community. And so it's like a really safe way to get your feet wet and give you that courage and make, you know, and it incentivizes you too, right? <laughs> like there, there's prizes and stuff, right? There's, but, there's nothing wrong with incentives to get people, no, get no, people no, moving, no. you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, but then the incentive at the end is that, you know, even if you don't end up winning a prize or something, you've at least had that habit of coming and posting consistently. Like so many people come to me for social media advice and which is great. And I'm always happy to help out. But the first thing I always ask is, okay, what have the past three months looked like? Have you been consistent? Have you been, you know, what kind of content do you post? And the answer is usually like, oh, whenever I feel like it or, you know, whenever, you know, whenever it comes to me and, okay, so are you consistent? Is it once a week, twice a week, three times a week? You know, just whenever. And, you know, no, that's not an answer, right? Like consistency. We can talk hashtags. We can, we can talk posting times. We can talk analytics. But until you start that consistency, it, none of it matters. Like it just doesn't matter. And so that's why, you know, social shimmy was great. That's why 21 days of belly dance is great is because consistency, once you get in the habit, man, it's so easy. It's so, so easy to just keep going. And yeah. I love the parallels. I always draw these between the business side of dance, right? Like the, the influencing and the marketing and your actual practice, because like what you're talking about is exactly the same in your practice habit, right? Like if you're consistent, then start working on all these little things about it. But if you're not practicing. Right. It's like when, you know, you, you know, you look at when you're a baby dancer and you're like, oh man, I remember me. Like, I remember going to class and I would go to class all the time, but I would never practice at home. And then I wanted to choreograph or do like an eight minute Maison site or something like that. And it was like, hold up there, Katie. Like you can't even get your butt in the studio twice a week. Like, how are you going to come up with an eight minute piece? Like just in your head, like that doesn't work. And so, you know, they're, they're, like you said, the parallels are really there and it's just, it's kind of uncomfortable though. Right. Like, cause mm -hmm. people want to think that, you know, it, it, it looks easy. Like, Oh, posting on Instagram should be easy. And you know, belly dancing should be easy. Like, a, you know, I already go to class and I already take these workshops. It should just come naturally. And it's just like, no, there's a lot of, 
Well, I hope there's no blood involved in the dance or <laughs> right, correct. dance or especially social media posting. But, you know, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that goes on behind the scenes. And but I think that's a really good part of social media, too, is that we can start taking away that layer of glitz and glam. Don't get me wrong. Your girl likes to get prettied up in the in nice costumes and sparkly. We're belly style. dancers. Of course. We're belly we dancers. Come on. Like let's be real, but there's also something to be said for sharing those struggles too. And sharing, you know, some of the not pretty stuff, because when we look at our beginning students and younger dancers, you know, you know how we all were, <laughs> you know, especially in your, if you, if you're someone that started in your late teens or early twenties, you know, yep. I was old and I was a little older, you know, like I just hit the 11 year mark in my dance. And I remember around five, you're five or six just being like why am i not better yet like why am i not better why is this just not working it's just like man i wish i had seen some of those struggles of the dancers that i had looked up to maybe not struggles but if they if they just would have shared like hey you know what it actually took me three years to get this move down and let me show you what it looked like before or just stuff like that i think is really really helpful and i think you know that also go and it circles back to authenticity right like mm -hmm. yes we have the glitz and the glamour and the costumes and the jewelry and nice veils and all that but you know sometimes man sometimes you're in the studio and something is just not working and the same goes on social media sometimes you put up a post and it flops and it doesn't mean that your post was bad it could mean eight million different things it could be the time you posted it at. it could have been the hashtags that you could you used it could have been you know any number of things and you just have to learn from it. you just have to take it step back learn from it and try to do better the next time like it's all the same it's right. like don't a, don't internalize it no no gosh no no and i think that's what happens with social media too is people really start internalizing that follower count and the amount of likes that they get or the views they get on their videos or whatever and I'm not gonna lie, I got trapped in that for a while. Like I was all about that, just just get the follower hustle and I'm over it now. Like it just, I want quality and not quantity, right? Like I just want, I want the community that I create to be really, really solid and really, really positive. And it doesn't matter to me if that's like 10 people or a thousand or a million, right? As long as it's all the same caliber quality people that just love this art and want to do better with it, that's that's really what I care about. And so, yeah, definitely don't internalize, you know, we all get critique on our dance, right? It, it's learning how to take critique, whether, you know, that's an important skill. Is there, I think there's a, is there a class about that in the bundle? I wonder. There is one about um, critiquing yourself through video. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Lovingly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Love, like lovingly using video to coach yourself through things, which is yes, going to be an excellent course because yes, I'm yeah. sure you saw it through social shimmy too. People, people Ooh. are down on their videos, man. Oh man, yeah, and it's so rough to watch that. You know, as as somebody who's been there. <laughs> as somebody who's a recovering perfectionist and recovering yeah. from imposter syndrome, um, it's really hard to watch who I think are amazing dancers just beat themselves up because it's like, are you kidding? There's one friend I have in particular, I'm not gonna name names, but 
Like she's really, really careful about posting videos and really trepidatious about it. And just like, she really holds back. And I'm like, girl, why? You're freaking amazing. Like you've been around the world to judge festivals and you've been invited so many places and your classes sell out, but she still has this thing. And it's just like, oh my God, I just want to like shake her, you know, like, and you know, but I get the same thing. Like I go through you, like, I'm not going to lie. Like when I, when I do Instagram specific videos, I will not lie. It does take me 10 takes sometimes for me to be happy with something. And it's just a matter of being objective about it and being like, okay, this angle was not the most flattering. Oh, I should have, you know, I should have zigged when I should, you know, when I zagged or whatever, like, and just, you know, kind of picking stuff apart. And like you said, in a very loving way and you can do that with a lot of things in your life I feel like you know all of these things that we're talking about it's not even just belly dance or business this is all just kind of like life lessons life. I feel like <laughs> like it's, things that you can apply to like your day job your relationships your side hustles belly dance whatever other creative pursuits you're involved with social media raising your kids um you know the yeah. list goes on and on and on and on and on and on <laughs> And it's like, and you're the only one who can do something about it. Yeah. Right. You're the only one who can change how you think about your videos. You're the only one who can get past the perfectionism. You're the only one who can decide to be consistent in your practice in on social media, right? Like we, people like you and me can come in and be like, no, no, we're Absolutely. recovering perfectionists. Don't do it. Here's some tools, do this. But unless our listeners, right? Unless these people here are doing the, doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's kind of a symptom of, you know, I think that's human nature though, that you kind of just want to sit back. Oh, I just want somebody else to come and fix it. And again, this is all stuff that I've been guilty of. I'm sure you have too. Like I am absolutely, absolutely a recovering perfectionist. (laughs) The human condition. Right. But, but like you said, nobody's going to fix it. And you know, the only person that can change your thoughts is you like, and it was, so it was funny for me, like after social shimmy, so many people were thanking me and it almost felt awkward to me because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I just put together the props and came up with a hashtag, you guys like you, but you're the ones who did the post. Those dancers were the ones who decided, Hey, you know what? This Katie Sahar chick might have, might have the right idea. I'm going to go for it. And even the people who just downloaded it and then didn't participate, hey, that's still a step in the right direction. But the people who finished and the people who showed up week after week for four weeks for 16 posts, they're the ones who decided, hey, I'm going to make this work. And we had some really freaking quality content. Like we got into some deep, heavy stuff for so for belly dance social media, especially not just for social media, but especially for our industry. And but they, they, you guys, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of you listening to this right now. You guys were the ones who took that step. I, I opened the door, but you know, you're the ones who walked through. Right. And so it was an honor for me. It was a privilege and an honor for me to open that door because now I'm like, thank God my feed is diversified. (laughs) Right. Like I found so many new, amazing dancers to follow. There's so much good stuff out there. And it's just like, and now it's like, now I just get to sit back and watch the post roll in for 21 days of belly pants (laughs) and I don't have to be super active with it, but it's like, now I'm seeing all the posts roll in and it's just like, 
yes, keep it, keep going, keep going. And it's like, I wish I had the time to sit and, you know, like everything and comment on everybody's posts, but know that I'm here and watching it and just like, I'm super pumped and I'm excited. I'm excited for November when the, when the 21 days is over mm-hmm. and the bundles over. And I'm really, I am super excited to see what people come up with. A couple dancers have messaged me already saying that they have a ton of ideas um, for content that they want to post in the future. And I'm just like, I'm super pumped about it because I can't wait to see what they come up with without my guidance. Right. It's like, Mm -hmm. like, it's like, okay, here's the paper and the crayons. Now draw me your picture. Don't just trace what I drew for you. Like, I want to see what comes out of your beautiful brain. Sending your students off to the stage and being like, they're going to do their own thing. Yeah. It's like, I pushed them out. So proud. It's like, no, I am. I am. Like, I'm kind of a, you know. A lot of people know me like in real life and I'm pretty sarcastic and dry and you know all that but really uh, you know deep down inside I'm just a big gushy ball of emotions I'm a cancer okay like I, can't help <laughs> it. I just but I love seeing I love seeing dancers just become more comfortable with themselves right and just just relaxing into who they are instead of who they think they should be because that's been my journey that's been my journey and yeah like you said i can't push people through the door i can only open it but it's just like once i figured out that i can only be the best version of myself and i had and i had to quit comparing myself to everybody else like that's when i finally felt like a professional you know, like when I just quit, I love learning from the big names. I love learning from people that you have in the bundle. We have amazing, and they all have something unique, but you can't compare Shirazad to Mercedes Nieto. They're, They're totally different. Amazing dancers, but completely different. Like, like I, you can't do it. And so it's just like, well, why would I do that with myself? Like, why can't I give myself that's, the grace that I'm giving them. Like, why do I think I should be better than they are? Like, that's kind of messed up. (laughs) Yeah, that is such a good point. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) So you are coming into the bundle this year as part of our lecture bundle. Yes. You are doing Instagram for belly dancers, widen your reach, beat the algorithm and build your community. And I'm so excited about this lecture. Because I think yeah. they're gonna take a lot of what we just talked about, plus a lot of the like actual like steps. Yeah, we're gonna get into some nitty gritty stuff. Uh, we're going to get into kind of the more tech side of it. So more of like how to understand your analytics. Um, and if you really want to get the most out of this lecture, if you're buying the bundle and you want to get the most out of this lecture. Um, I definitely recommend right now change your profile to a creator or a business account because in between now and when I have the lecture, you will get a bunch of insights about how your posts perform, who your audience is, and we're going to deep dive and I'm going to tell you how to analyze all of that, what it means. And this is, this is the tech nitty gritty stuff, right? And We're also going to talk about hashtags, how to optimize using your hashtags. We're going to talk about optimizing your bio. Um, A lot of people don't know how to write a good bio for Instagram. It's not the same as your bio on your website or in a feeder program or anything like that. 
And so we're going to get into a lot of the nitty gritty details and we're going to do a Q&A, obviously, because I know there's going to be a ton of questions that come up. But that was kind of my idea was that I wanted Social Shimmy to give people the tools to be consistent and the support to be consistent. And then after that, I'm going to keep sharing tech tools. I have other things that I want to offer. And this lecture is one of that is just that really deep dive. And it's really for anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a teacher and you just want to, you know, widen your student base, get more people in your classes, whether they be in person or online. Those are two different strategies that, you know, we're going to talk about. And then or if you're just um, I shouldn't say just if you're a performer, you're only performing you know, how to market yourself as a performer on Instagram and how to utilize Instagram, you know, to get people to hire you for gigs or put you in their shows, whether they be industry-based shows or shows that are more geared to the general public. Um, you could be a, a very, very enthusiastic student hobbyist, but that doesn't mean that you can't have an Instagram profile that, you know, gives you, gets you some attention, right? Because there's a lot of you know, that quasi-professional territory of dancer where it's like, well, I do do gigs, but I still take a bunch of classes. Like you're yeah. kind of in this nebulous area. Well, that doesn't mean that you can't have a professional looking account, right? Like, and it doesn't mean that you don't have something to offer maybe outside of belly dance. Maybe you're this quasi-professional, but you're really, really freaking good at video editing. Okay, let's talk about that. You know, we we can we can put that we can we can bundle that into your Instagram account. And so, yeah, I think I said it's going to be like an hour lecture. I'm going to do a whole presentation. We're going to do a Q&A afterward. I'm really really excited. And so, a lot of nitty-gritty stuff. We're going to do some a little bit of mindset work in there too, just because, you know, it's part of the deal. It's just part of the deal, you know, and I think that's why you and I vibe so well is cuz we're like it's never just the thing. It's never just figuring out your ideal time to post or what time to practice or what to practice. It has, you know, a lot of it has to do with what's in your head and what's going on there. So we'll, we'll touch on some of that stuff too. But if you need a nitty gritty, like deep dive into Instagram, you're like, I don't know what to post. I don't know how to post. What the hell is a hashtag? How, how do I use them? this yeah the, it'll be it'll be a good lecture and i think you'll get a lot of really useful stuff out of it yeah and i can vouch for katie on like this side too because i've actually paid katie to come and help me with instagram tech <laughs> yeah that was leading really up to the challenge so like she's great oh thank you yeah that's something that i'm just really excited to offer because you know sometimes you just don't have the time to figure it out and i'm a geek I went and figured this out. I've taken classes on it. I'm in a mastermind. Like I've, I've really invested heavily in this and I want to turn around and use this for the good of our community. Like it just, once we, I mean, let's face it, it's 2020. It's been a dumpster fire of a year. Everything <laughs> is online. There is going to be an online component of every festival coming up, whether, you know, when we go back to our quote unquote new normal, whatever that may be, there's going to be online components. It's here to stay. And so that means optimizing your online presence, which means social media. Yes, you can have a website. That's one thing. Yes, we have our personal Facebooks where we, you know, post our funny memes and all that. But having a really solid social media presence and engaging with your community 
man, it's going to just do so much for you, but for the community as a whole. Absolutely. Katie, I'm so excited about this lecture and just about seeing what you do going forward with all of this. Cause I, I do, I really believe in what you're doing. And I think it's absolutely fantastic that someone's taken up, taken up the mantle for this charging forward. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to be done, but I'm excited about it. Like, I think, I think with what you're doing, you know, with me and the social media stuff, um, you know, there's other dancers out there who aren't only offering dance content, right? There's so many sides of what we do and you have them in the lectures, you have them in the bundle. And it's just like, we can't, we can't do all the things, but we can do some of the things pretty good on our own, right? Like, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm going to go learn how to make a costume from scratch, but you know, you know, you should at least be able to know how to sew a hook. Right. And so that's kind of my thing with social media. Okay. Maybe you're not going to grow, you know, to be living on social media and that's your income, but you know, it should be working for you a little bit. And I can teach you how to do that. It's not that hard. Once you figure that, if I can figure it out, I promise anybody can figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Katie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Can you tell people where they can follow you on the internet? Yes, everything to learn from you. just at Katie, K-A-T-I-E dot Sahar, S-A-H-A-R. That's Instagram. That's where you can find me the most. I'm on Facebook too. KatieSahar.com is my website, which is getting revamped, hopefully in the near future. And yeah, that's where I'm at. So please, if you ever have any questions, if anybody listening to this, you know, wants to chit chat social media, just hit me up. My DMs are always open. Awesome. And I have one last question for you. Yes. We're ending on a humorous note this year. Oh, good. Where is the strangest place that you have ever danced? Practice counts. A Chinese restaurant. You're not the first person with that answer. Dang it. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I love, I love though that that is a recurring a recurring answer to this question yeah I actually so I speak Chinese and I used to work at a Chinese restaurant as a part-time gig and I knew the owners and long story short you know there was a hofla at the Chinese restaurant and it was great it was really fun awesome yes I, I gotta try to think of something else oh no you don't oh okay your your experience <laughs> while superficially the same is very different <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, I guess it would be funnier if it was like an American belly dance in an American restaurant in China. That'd be pretty funny. That would be good. Maybe there there has to be somebody out there. If you're listening to this, find an American who lived in China, who belly danced at an American restaurant. It'd be great. (laughs) We got to, we got to complete the circle. Yes. There has to be the finishing of the loop, please. (laughs) Katie, thank you so much for agreeing to be part of the bundle this year. Thank you so much for your time here on the podcast and for all of the amazing things you do for our community. Well, thank you that everything you said about me goes to you times a hundred because <laughs> this is not, y'all, this is not an easy operation. So big no. props to you for doing this year after year after year. It's a val- It's so valuable and just really brings people together. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Isn't she awesome? 
I can't wait for her lecture in the bundle. It's going to be so valuable for dancers and especially teachers. The idea that we need to break the idea of perfection on Instagram, I'm here for it. It's one of the things that I love about us posting our unpolished practice videos. We can change the zeitgeist of dance on social media, but only if we're the ones doing it. Because we make the content. And if we don't do it, we're not creating community. We're just participating in someone else's. And who knows if you like the rules. So go out and post. Don't try to be perfect. Inspire others with your practice, with your stories. And if you want to learn more from Katie, you can join the bundle until October 28th and you'll have access to her lecture plus lots of others from everything from business to costuming to culture and history.